Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get the lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. But I'm going to tell you this we ain't done yet. Howdy and welcome back to the Ineligibles podcast. I am Will Stone. He is Chase Caldwell, and we are going to continue our uh, preview of the AM roster today, uh, talking about running backs and tight ends um, with uh, a lot of new players at, at these two spots. Um, we thought we could fit them both into the same episode. It, plus, you know, there's only you know a, a handful of guys at, at each position. So, um, but it's one that I'm excited about. Um, as we're starting to wrap up the offense and um, you know, defense has been the calling card here for AM lately. So uh, I think a lot of guys that we talk about today are going to play big roles uh, on this AM team and um, could be the guys that uh, help put the offense over the top. I, I think uh, it, it was a natural pairing for these two positions because a lot of what we'll say about one, we would say about the other. I mean, how many times can you say, you know, that oh these guys will probably probably be good but they're unproven they're young um so you'll hear a lot of that in this episode i'm sure um but when you have this many at these two positions that gives you a lot of faith that okay there's going to be there's going to be one that emerges at least if, yeah. if if you have two or three well, that's even better but as long as you have one you're you're in good shape um, and, and I think that's it's going to be the overall theme between the two of them. But um, I think these are going to be the two pivotal roles I mentioned in the receivers episode last time that um, running back wise, it's a strength going into the season. It's one that I'm not worried about going into the season, but it could very well be the question mark coming out of the season. Um, and the only reason I say that isn't, anything about the talent that we have at that position it's that it's just inevitably there's always this one one uh, position on the field that's a question mark going in and a strength coming out and there's always one position with that's a strength going in and a question mark coming out um and and i just i can't help but to feel like running back might be that position this year that we're going in it's a strength but there's enough youth there that one injury or another or one guy panning out could make it a big question mark at the end of the season, you know? Yeah. And you know, there's, um, there's, there's so much youth and, and inexperience in these, in these positions. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's really just one guy that has, has played, you know, a lot and, and produced a lot. And that's Devon a chain, obviously. Right. Um, and there's so much that we haven't seen. Like there's, there's true freshmen, there's, you know, retro freshmen, there's guys that enrolled early that we, you know, didn't get, a full look at in the spring and um it's just a lot of uh it's it's unknown but it's exciting and it's promising and uh we we, we won't really know until we can see him on the field but um until then we're going to tell you what we think about him today and (laughs) give you a good idea of what to expect so um i think before we get too far in uh uh i guess we 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 can can announce that we're going to stick with this monday and, and wednesday format uh live stream mm-hmm. on facebook twitter and youtube uh so go and subscribe to all those channels uh, also subscribe to us on apple Podcasts or spotify uh, if you are not able to make the live streams or if it's just your preferred method uh to listen to the, to the audio on the on a podcast format but um and inevitably got, you gotta say hit the like button hit the subscribe button oh yeah uh, make sure to ring the bell that way you yeah. get alerts whenever we do go live Oh, you can just click and, and go there. We are shooting for trying to start at seven o'clock every Monday and Monday and Wednesday. <clears throat> That's kind of the time that we've shot for. Um, again, as we said last episode, that's gonna we're gonna be playing it out, making sure that that time works um, long term. Um, so 
bear with us if it if it doesn't like today i had an event that ended at seven so there's just no way that we could have made seven work but you know 745 is a, it's uh, <laughs> best of both worlds right so right. um but if you hit that hit that subscribe button you hit that bell uh you'll get a nice little alert on your phone that says the ineligibles are live watch now and then you can just click and you don't have to sit by the phone and wait for a specific time so um Subscribe. We are live. But yeah, make sure you hit those <laughs> buttons. Um, and we do have an announcement coming on Monday, maybe. Um, it's TBD, but we think more on that we, later. We we think it'll be Monday, but just just, just, just <laughs> make sure you keep it locked and loaded uh, to the ineligibles uh, channels. Um, but let's get started. Running backs, tight ends. Let's go running backs first. And uh, there's an obvious place that we have to start with. And my question is. Uh, is is Devon A. Chain your favorite Aggie player in, in, in recent memory? You know, the answer or, is yes to that. Or, um, or, or uh, ever. Of, of all time, that I can't quite claim that just yet. Um, in recent memory, absolutely. Jimbo era, absolutely. Um, but even, even the SEC era, I, I mean, Sands, Johnny Manziel... Yeah, but even even with Johnny Manziel, I mean, I I really enjoy watching A Chain. Um, I uh, I just like the kid. I've I've said that from day one. <laughs> he was probably he's definitely the most memorable player that I can remember from like recruitment through his college career. He's probably one I will follow watching in the NFL one day. Um, he just most memorable in terms of starting early on with the guy and being like, Oh my gosh, I want this guy so bad. Um, so I would say absolutely. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) There's not a question mark for me on that one. Yeah. I mean, his, his talents is, is undeniable. I mean, um, like even like, like his high school highlights are some of the most insane highlights that, that I, that I've seen since I've been, uh, you know, like, like into this stuff and following recruiting and things like that. And, um, it, it, it obviously translated to, to, to college football. Um, uh, you know, he burst onto the scene with his, uh, 70 plus yard run against, uh, against North Carolina to kind of clinch the orange bowl for us. Um, mm-hmm. that was, you know, uh, a big moment. I, th- I thought it was funny that he, uh, you know, true freshman, he's a quiet, he's a pretty quiet kid anyway. Uh, he had to get on the stage after that because he was the Orange Bowl MVP <laughs> and give an interview, <laughs> and you know he's he's all shy and stuff. But um, uh, he's he's also a, a a new father, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? So that's uh that's awesome for him. Um, yeah, I I don't want to make any assumptions, but this this could likely be the last year you see him uh, in an AM uniform. Um, with as talented as he is and in the position that he plays, you know, um, I think it's uh. Uh, it's it's likely that he will declare for the NFL with a good year this year. You know, given that you know he's he's healthy and all that. But um, yeah. I'm I'm super excited for him. I think he's going to have a, a a true breakout year in college football, and he's going to be a household name by the end of the season. He is the one player that I can't think of another one. I'm trying to think of another one, racking my brain, but he is definitely the one player that I could tell you exactly where I was whenever he committed to us. <laughs> um, that's I, there's plenty of players I can be like, yeah, we were, so, we were here and we got a commitment, but I couldn't even, even, even players from last season, I, I couldn't tell you exactly where I was when this person or that person committed. Right. I could just tell you it was a commitment. And I think it might've been this person, but for him, it's like, it was like 11:45 at night. We we're at that bar in Georgia. Um, I, I tell you what it looked like, you know. On yeah, the I was about tweet. to say like, I can't. I can't remember the name of the bar. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the name of the bar, but I, I remember exactly what it looked like, which booth we were sitting in, all of that. Yeah. Um, and so, so can't say that about any other player. So, um, I I expect he'll probably declare at the end of the season um, with a breakout year, or not a breakout year, but a a solid year under his belt um he's gonna be our workhorse this year and um but uh yeah definitely selfishly i I want him to be an aggie as long as humanly possible um so would love for him to return for a senior season and 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 i wouldn't necessarily rule out him coming back for a senior season either because he is uh running track for us and 
he would be the guy going into that that next season um to lead a group of young guys that that'll carry the ball for him following that um so so i think uh i wouldn't rule it out completely but i i would imagine if you're a player of his caliber why not just go ahead and go to the nfl yeah yeah and um especially running back because you take so many hits and mm-hmm. um you know it's it, it's a lot of wear and tear and you know i i don't i don't know if we'll you know see him get like 25 and 30 carries a game like that's that's probably a, a bit excessive, but I mean, I could see you know him averaging like 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 twenty carries a game, you know, and another like two or three catches, four or five catches, um, and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, especially if we get up big, you don't want him in there and, and getting dinged, um, you know, and you you want to you know keep him fresh if you can, uh, yeah. and, and make sure he's available for your for your biggest games. But sorry, I, I just had an AirPod die, so I'm going to take my left one out. And, <laughs> uh, I still got you on my right ear, though. So yeah, yeah. Switching from stereo to mono, huh? Yeah, yeah. It threw me yeah. off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, the good news is you could charge in like two seconds. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna throw it back in the case and see if it'll actually actually catch. I'm not sure what the deal was there. Yeah. Um, well, but, hey, Chad, um, you know, um, I think he gets a uh, uh. Like there's a stigma, or there's you know a, a, a preconceived notion with him because he's he's short and he's a smaller back, but um, you know he, he's so he's so strong and he's so strong in his lower body. Like he he's he, he can definitely be an every down back in in college football and in the SEC. Um, I mean, we yeah, saw I, Travion Williams get you know a ton of oh, carries yeah. in Jimbo's first year, and he was right. you know, about the same size. Right, and that, and. I, I don't quite understand that stigma for him anymore. Um, I understood it coming in because he was small back in a high school program. And so how is that going to translate to the SEC? But he was so fast that it was like, you know, everybody would talk as if he was going to be the quick back. He wasn't going to be the every down back and, the you know, through tackles. And even though Jimbo kept saying over and over again, like this guy is – he can – he can run you over. He can. He can really. He can be that back for you if we need him to be. Um, nobody really listened. And then whenever he does come out on the on the field, you mentioned like his breakout um, run against North Carolina. That was after he broke a tackle and ran a guy over. You yeah. know what I mean. So that's yeah. um, it, he's proven it at, at this point that he can be an every. He can be a a guy that goes just head up with you and, and doesn't stop and might gain a couple yards after contact. So um, I don't know why that stigma exists for him. You're right. It does exist. But uh, at this point, I don't don't really get why it's still there. I think it's just one of those first impression things. Like your first impression of him whenever he was in high school was like, Ooh, he's going to, I don't know if he has a size for the SEC. So then you just can't get that out of your head, even though like, He's proven that he, he can't yeah. be. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I haven't said enough about the guy, but um, I think in terms of our overall talent on the team, um, this is going to be our workhorse. This is our most talented player on the field, um, and that – speak wonders about the guys that are actually on the field with him. Yeah. And um, I think that uh, that we're going to depend on him heavy, especially early in the season as we're waiting for um, some of these other guys we'll talk about in a second to, to emerge. Um, inevitably, I think one of them will, and uh, they'll begin to share, share uh, carries like he did with Spiller. But um, – when we need somebody to depend on, I think he's one that he could play every single down, just like Spiller did one spot in time if he needed to. Yeah. And when you look at like, like where the O-line is um, and who the O-line coach is now, you know, very hard nosed physical coach. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably going to be the approach. I mean, especially like, like, like I will talk O-line when we, when we get to that episode, but um, a lot of very big physical, you know, like run blocking type dudes on that line. Um, yeah. And Jimbo loves to run the ball, so um, especially with the with the you know uh, 
a quote unquote new quarterback or a, a newer quarterback, you know, someone who's not as experienced, you know, in the first two games, first, you know, maybe three, four games. Um, I bet they're going to lean, lean heavily on, on HA. I think he's, you know, probably the best player on this team. Uh, it's between him and Antonio Johnson, <laughs> but yeah. um, uh, definitely the best player on offense. And, For sure. um, you know, like, and it may not, he may not need 25 carries. He may need, you know, somewhere between 18 and 22 and he breaks two of them for you know 50 yards a piece or 70 yards a piece and, and uh like with his with his home run ability you know like uh, like jimbo talks about big plays and i know he wants those big plays you know in the passing game but um with a guy like a chain you can get him in the running game too well i think he he just wants those those plays period right and um Last year, for instance, we didn't really have that threat in the passing game, and so we did have it in A-Chain, but they could focus on him more to where um, it, it, it would open it up in the passing game if we had it. But if we, can have, if we have that threat at receiver this year, then it opens it up to where we're either going to have you know, a deep threat at receiver or we're going to have a home run threat at running back and, and you got to pick your battles, you know? Yeah. Um, so he's also, he's also an elite pass catching back. Like, um, Mm -hmm. there was a, and this was a great throw too, but there's a play against Alabama, uh, in the, in the win over them this past year, um, where he, he had like a wheel route, um, and, uh, you know, it beat the linebacker, had a step on him and, uh, Calzada just threw a, threw a dime and, and hit him right in the hands and he hauled in and, um, I think I think we'll see a lot more of that, um, like a lot more, you know, screen passes and and angle routes and things like that, to, like and trying to get him the ball um, in the, in the, in the passing game as well. And mm-hmm. you know, like we talked about the other day, having guys like him, Ananias, and potentially King back there, you know, there's so many, you know, so many, you know, opportunities and and, and possibilities that you can you can you know you can have on offense with with those, with those tools the the possibilities are endless. Like there's so much that the Jimbo can run with, with that kind of personnel. And it's, uh, it's gotta be pretty exciting for this, for these coaches, this, this, this coaching staff. Yeah. Um, well, well, I'm gonna, I just had an idea pop in my head because it's a curious question that I've been kind of going back and forth with. Yeah. Um, but, but I'll, I'll pose this question to you to, to segue us from, from a chain to the other guys, but, but still to kind of touch on, on him a little bit. Um, but who do you think, and really I'll just narrow it down to say between Amari Daniels and LJ Johnson, who do you think is the, um, who do you think is the successor to a chain in terms of they're going to be the next a chain, if you will. So like, like your, your starter in 23, not starter, but who do you think will fit the role that A Chain has up until this point, right? Of okay. of the 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 quickness and the the dependability that that he brings us, pass catching ability, you know, just who's more comparable to his game? I guess you could say. Um, I I would lean, or I I think I would go with Amari. Um, I, that that's who, that's who I would go with too, because I think of LJ as like a larger back you yeah. know because he is a bit larger but but at the same time like if you watch enough lj film it's it, he starts to kind of look like that and then you're like yeah oh, i don't know well, but he's yeah, got, he's yeah, got so great on Amari. um so yeah like like i i'm i'm a big fan of both these guys um mm-hmm. but you know and, and lj was banged up in the spring unfortunately so we didn't get to see much of him but um you know they're, they're both in their second year both came in in the in the previous signing class but Ever since I saw Amari at that open practice last fall, like I'm like, hey, that that guy can play. Like this is yeah. a, uh, a a guy who's going to make an impact at some point in his AM career. Um, you know, he's 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 built similar to H. A. You know, he's probably you know five nine, five ten, hovering around you know 195, maybe 200 pounds. But um, he's very well put together. Um, he doesn't. He may not have the. I mean, I, I don't think anybody has the the speed that H. A. has. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty rare, but, um, he's got great speed he's got great wiggle. Um, he looked mm-hmm. great in the spring game. Um, he's looked, 
he's looked great in in games last year. You know, when we had big leads against uh, you know teams like Prairie View and uh, South Carolina and things like that. So, um, I think he he fits that role. I, I don't know about him as a pass catcher. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's bad, but I just haven't seen it yet. So. Um, yeah. that could be something that they, they, you know, try to work on with him and, and get him incorporated there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you touch on Amari too. And then, and then we'll get an LJ. Yeah. I mean, on the pass catcher side of it, um, his high school film, there's, there's a bit of that. I mean, we haven't seen that yeah. in any of his, his, uh, little bit that he's played for us, but, um, I think he has that ability. I think, I think it's an ability that, I mean, this day and age in college football, if you're if you're a, a running back, you're going to have to catch a ball, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's it's something that you have to develop regardless. But it's definitely something that I think Jimbo has shown that that's a really important trait for him. Um, so that goes to show me that maybe we hadn't seen it yet in the game, but I'm sure they probably have already seen it you know, in, in practice. Um, and if it's not there, then they're developing it. Um, Amari is a, he is, is a speedy guy, a little, little smaller guy. Um, and he, he fits that mold that I was talking about. I, I think last episode of like Jimbo's like type, um, yeah. he's, he's shorter kind of smaller framed guys that are just quick, speedy. And, um, you know, they're, they're like the, the Tom from Tom and Jerry, you know, where, where he's just, he's just running all, I mean, I'm sorry, Jerry from Tom and Jerry, uh, where he's just <laughs> running all around the cat. Right. And he's, he's so small. You can't get, get your hands on him. And, yeah. um, and, and I like that. Like, I, I like that, that dimensionality to, um, the sizing of the players. And, uh, I, I think, uh, I think he will prove to be a really good player for us. Uh, no matter what capacity he plays, because I could very well see LJ and, and Landon Moss for that matter. Um, I could see them becoming the, the more spiller type, you know, the every down back and, and see a Marge transition more into the Anaya Smith uh, type tweener. Um, but I, I think, I think Amari is to Devon a chain as Yul Keith Brown is to Anaya Smith. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's what they're trying to do. Which they're, you know, it's like they're a running back who's also a receiver. Yeah, where those guys are receivers who are, can also play running back. You know, so, so, so there's a very fine line between the two. Um, in a perfect world scenario, you're going to put, you know, those two guys as receiver, these two guys as running back, and so, um, I really expect a lot out of him in his career. And I think this is a year that we're going to see – I think we're going to see him and LJ split reps evenly. Yeah. Um, Have we mentioned that that, uh, Amari and Yulke played on the same high school team? (laughs) I'm sure we we probably have. I'm sure we have, but it's still miraculous to me. (laughs) Like, they just just crushed everybody they played. That is is a wild thought, you know. Yeah. Um, And and I'm glad they both came here because they're both really good players that – uh, I think will prove to be great players for us. A curious thing that that I did uh, a while back, I I went through, um, and I I have the note somewhere on my phone. But I'm using it as my video here. Um, that I, I went through and looked at the the rushing yards that different um, running backs of Jimbo's have had through the years. And uh, a lot of times, he, like he always has that main back, and then there's two really good ones right behind him mm-hmm. that that have almost identical stats that do really, really good, but they're not necessarily phenomenal, except for the year that they won uh, the national championship, and then which they had like two that they had crazy rushing yards, and then you had Jameis as well, and yeah. so. Um, but what you all what there was this tendency that I, I saw, and granted, I'm looking at stats here. I'm not looking at game film, and um, so I'm just looking at the stats on it. Where you see this tendency of 
here's this main back. So last year it was Isaiah Spiller, and you got Devon Achain that that's kind of the leader of the pack behind the main main guy, right? Um, now I haven't looked at last year's stats, so I may be off on on the two of them. I'm just using it as a as a comparable there. Um, so let's say that Amari is. Let's say Devon has, you know. 1200 rushing yards this season and Amari ends up with 700 and LJ ends up with 600. Well, suddenly you're going to see Amari have a 1200 <laughs> uh, yard season next season. And, and right. it's like, there's that guy that you could tell is the second guy up that next year, all of a sudden he's the guy. And, and it's just like, it's like a step replace. We're just going to take this guy out and plug the next one in. And that's what you want at every position. And you hear that all the time, the next guy up, um, and, and I think that uh, I really truly think that Amari is going to be that guy, but I absolutely can see LJ being that guy as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, I'm interested to see like who, like who has the second most carries on the team. Cause I think it's obvious that, you know, that a chain is going to be like, he's going to get the, 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 the lion's share of the workload. Um, but who's number two or like, who's like, who's the first guy off the bench? You know, like um, if, if a chain needs a breather, does, does Jimbo bring in, uh amari does he bring in lj does he bring in ernest crownover you know, who's mm-hmm. a who's a bigger back um yeah. and, and lj is a bigger back you know like he's um like uh you know like on a on a goal line situation you know like i could see him him getting some work and, and crownover too you know he's, he's a bigger guy but uh, when the advantage is that we can we can plug and play it depends on who we're playing against you know if we're right. having a lot of success with a chain but we just need to get him him some rest well we probably plug in amari because what we were doing with with um, Devon was working, right? Yeah. Um, versus if 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 he if Devon's not performing like he normally does, because we're up against a, a better run defense or something like that, well, we might plug in a better, bigger guy to give it a little diversity of the backfield. So I, I, that's the advantage, right, of having yeah. the diversity of size, the diversity of talent, um, and, and it's exciting to see because I, I think we'll. We'll really see them emerge. Um, I think this is the year that you see them make a distinction between themselves on how we're going to utilize these various players yeah. because they're all four-star players. You know, they're all right. really highly talented players and highly recruited players that um, will have plenty of playing time this year. Yeah, no, I think I think they're all good players. You know, it's 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 what's so great about having depth. You know, like uh, if uh, Say if, if one of those those guys goes down, you know there's not there's not a drop off from 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 one to the other, you know. Like mm-hmm. if there's, you know, and, and even after that, you still got you know three more guys that that can that can step in, you know, yeah. um, and, and and give HA a breather. Um, the, the guy that that I'm pretty pumped about, and I I think, you know, if I'm picking today, I think he might be your starter at running back next year if if HA does declare. And that's that. Uh, it's 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 Le'Veon Moss, the the true freshman. Um, so I, I called him Landon Moss earlier, didn't I? Oh, did you call him Landon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I, I always say Le'Veon, but I think it's I think it's Le'Veon. I think it's uh, like an yeah, A sound, seven a sound. But um, like if you're a if you're if you're an older ag, or if you've been watching Aggie football for a long time, um, he's drawn comparisons to Mike Goodson. Um, you know, he's kind of. He's kind of that build and has that kind of uh, that kind of speed, but um, you know he, he played on a on a on kind of a, a not so great high school team. Um, he kind of was the offense, and you know just got a, a ton of carries. But um, his you know he's he's got he's got good vision and good you know and good ability to cut. But um, when he gets out into the open, like he's he's really got speed and. Um, yeah, I heard Jimbo say it, and I heard I heard I heard Le'Veon say it himself in a in a stacked interview on Texags. You know, if you if you want to support A and M recruiting efforts, you should go s- sign up for Stacked on Texags because it actually does go straight to the players. But mm-hmm. and the interviews are pretty cool too. But um, I heard I heard him and Jimbo both say that he ran a ten four in the hundred meter. Um, I think Evan Stewart ran a ten five. So. Uh, Evan Stewart is blazing fast. We know that. So if this, if, if Moss runs just as fast, maybe a tick faster in the hundred, um, that just goes to show what kind of speed he's got. You know, I think, I think a chain runs in the 10 ones, you know, so, so I, I, I don't think Moss is too far behind him. Sorry. I had a sneeze. Um, 
Yeah, I, Moss Moss is a a very impressive back and one that um, during his recruitment, I I just he kept showing up on um, you know guys that we might land, and and for one one reason or another, I just always had him written off as he's a guy that's not going to come here. Yeah, and uh, and he did, and he's impressed me in a lot of a lot of his film that I've watched. Um, he impressed me in in the uh, All Star game and. And so, um, yeah, I think he could – it depends on how much playing time he gets this year as to whether I think he's going to be – whether I could call him the starter next year. Um, right. And and that's where we get into now, and this, this applies to Amari LJ and Moss, of there's some uncertainty there because we don't know what they're going to look like on the field. You know, they're yeah. – they're, too young uh, for us to really have a, a good indicator of what's going to actually happen this year. Um, you know, we don't know if anybody's going to in, injured. Hopefully nobody does. Uh, so, and we don't know how, how much LJ's injuries set him back. You know, maybe that pushed Moss to the front right. uh, for this season. And and so there, there's, we don't know, but, but when you got three guys as highly talented as these three are, uh, that means that if one of them emerges as as being, you know, as advertised this year, that's really all we need when we whenever we have a chain. So um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing any of the three, quite frankly, uh, because they bring they all bring just a, a, a little bit different caliber player, different type of player from the other. Uh, they all have distinctive differences that when you're watching them. Um, you can really see it, and, and so I, I think we'll, I think we'll incorporate all of them because even last year, we, I don't know how many how many different running backs we had last year that that actually got carries in in games, but it was it was quite a bit. I would say it was probably five or six, and so um, when we got five active guys on the roster, I wouldn't be surprised if every single one of them sees some sort of playing time this year. Um, yeah. And and I want to want to take that time to mention Ernst Crownover because uh, I've kind of glazed over him with him being a junior, but he's not the starter and that kind of thing. And talk about you know it's always the the new incoming question mark guys that that um, are more fun to talk about or, or right. get, glean more of the conversation just naturally. Yeah. Um, but but he's been one that. At the time, whenever we took him, I, I felt like he was a bit of a filler position, you know, that we're just trying to fill some depth at, at running back. Uh, we were after several other running backs at the time, and um, several of them went elsewhere, you know, uh, namely uh, Emmett Smith's son and um, Zach, the Evans. Guy, uh, Zach Evans, the other guy that went to uh, Georgia Tech. Um, and, and so – we were we were after all these these guys and it, it just never kept, felt like it was going our way and then and he commits to us and so at the time I kind of felt like he was a place filler but uh, when he's seen the field he's really he's really made some impact plays for us and and yeah. he's shown that he there's there's an ability to him I would compare him um, to Keith Ford. I, I think like he reminds me of Keith Ford where Keith Ford comes in he was a transfer guy. And um, he was a good player, but you know, he's kind of buried in the depth chart at the time. We had our our guys that we knew was going to be out there, but Keith would come on and, and command a bit of a presence, and he would run guys over and just just was a big brawler of a guy, which is what I see uh, from Ernest. And <coughs> and I, I think I think definitely early in the season, whenever we need a, a bruiser back to come in he's going to get that carry. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to get it, but, but I could see him emerge and, and become a guy that maybe he goes into his senior year and um, he's getting a good, good portion of, of the carries. Yeah. I'm with you on that. You know, he's, he's impressed me every time he's been on the field and gotten, mm -hmm. and gotten carries. Um, you know, I feel like, I feel like the past two spring games, you know, we've had some running backs either, either injured or, or, uh, or, 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 you know, like a chain's been doing track. And uh, and Crowner gets a lot of reps, and he, you know he always he always performs. You know, like he always looks yeah. like a, like a pretty good running back. So um, it wouldn't shock. And 
I, I guess it's because he's older, but you know, he just, he just seems like a professional, you know, like he just, you yeah. know, kind of goes about his business. Um, you know, like, uh, just kind of bides his time, waits for his turn. And uh, when it is his turn, he, he takes it and runs with it. Um, so yeah, I, I hope he does get more carries. Yeah. I think, uh, I think he can be, uh, uh, and, and asset for, for this, for this football team. I think so too. And he's from Grandview, which I like because it's just right down the road for me. The zebras. And, um, my, my assistant actually lives in Grandview. So, um, it, it's, it's neat to have a Grandview guy on there. Cause yeah. you know, anything about Grandview, it's a little bitty place, but, um, he's, he's, uh, he's really, he's one of those that's made an impact enough to me that, you know, he goes, on the field at the time that that you see a couple different numbers run out there that that you're not familiar with and so you're like okay well this is just a get by package or whatever and then you're like who's that number 24 you know <laughs> and and so I, I think uh, I think he he's he like you said he, he, there's a professionalism aspect to him that that I think he brings to the table and um and and we need that you know there there may be times where um, we need him to come in and, and make a make a change there, you know. Um, so, Will, I, unless you have any opposition for it or anything else that you want to say to wrap up running backs, I, I think because we've, like I said, this episode is going to be highly, highly uh, packed in with uh, this this idea of, well, he's a really high recruited guy. His film looks great, <laughs> but he's a freshman, and we'll see. But I, yeah. I think I think Ernest is a good transition into tight end because uh, I, I think it's it's only fair that we start um, when we're talking about tight ends uh, by by going into Max Wright and Blake Smith, and yeah. then talking about the new guys. So if there's anything more you want to say about running backs, uh, go ahead and take it. But but yeah. uh, I, I think we ought to start with Max and Blake to kick off tight ends. Yeah, um, I do want to uh, bring up uh, this comment from Hayden. Um, he says, "Can can Will name the mascot of every Texas high school football team? Um, not not everyone, uh, especially like some of the like um, like the big like suburban schools where there's like ten schools, like there's like ten Katy schools and ten, you know." Cypress schools, things like that. Like, um, I know a lot of them, but I don't know all of them, but like the, the small towns, like the, 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 the frost polar bears, the, the uh, winter's blizzards, um, you know, the San Saba armadillos. I, I can name a lot of them, but yeah, you got, you got to be able to name the Grandview zebras and the Grandview San zebras. Marcus unicorns. Yeah, that's right. You got to, they're, they're abnormal. It's not like the, you know, Ennis lions, Yeah, you know, or, or the Grosbeck goats. Yeah, I've got that. I've got that Grosbeck on today. Actually, let me sit up here for a second. And get my you know, Grosbeck probably there. caught a lot of grief for the goat goat mascot for years and years, and then now oh, like, my entire life. The, now the word now. goat is like literally the <laughs> coolest word in the world, and so it's like, yeah, we're the goats, is what we are. At, at track meets, like kids from other schools would come up to us and and bat at us like goats. <laughs> it, it was uh, it was it was embarrassing. New segment alert! Just start naming naming high alert. school teams. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my my favorite my favorite mascot is probably the the blizzards at Winters. Um, I mean, if your town's name is Winters, like just lean into it and make yourself the blizzards. But yeah, it's kind of like the Waxahachie Indians. Like, yeah, you can't go wrong if if your name is is it just a Cherokee fits. name for Buffalo Creek. Like, you got to be the Indians. So yeah, um, the last the last running back thing I wanted to say was um I think. I think A Chain is a legit, you know, like dark horse Heisman, uh, dark horse Heisman candidate. Um, I've been searching for odds for the whole summer on him, and I finally, I've actually found some today. Uh, he's he's ninety to one uh, on on DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'll, I'll actually leave that into my. Uh, I'll put the ad right here so we can talk about DraftKings next. But official um, betting uh, official betting sponsor of the NFL. <laughs> whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever tagline is there. But if you live in a legalized gambling state, uh, go through a little change down on on Devon A Chain at ninety to one odds because just might just might pay off for you. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, 
DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. And with football season right around the corner, preseason win totals and Heisman odds are available to bet on right now. And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. But yeah, um, tight ends. Uh, you know, there's a, a trio of uh, of talented freshmen that I'm excited about. But yeah, I think we I think we do start with with Max Max Wright and Blake Smith. Um, you know, Max Wright. I'm trying to remember. So so he was in Jimbo's like that transitional class that that 2018 class with like mm-hmm. uh, Jalen Preston, Leon O'Neill, Bobby Brown. Um, and he was a pretty highly rated defensive end, but, you know, had some injuries, um, you know, ended up getting switched over to offense and, you know, he's finally healthy. And, uh, I think he's done some, you know, he's done some nice things, you know, at tight end. Um, uh, he's going to have to hold off some of these younger guys. Um, and even a guy like Blake Smith, you know, who's, who's a pretty good pass catcher, but I think it's good to have a guy like Max on the roster, you know, like he's, he's been in the offense for a long time now. He knows the the nuances of, of the tight end position. And, um, uh, it, I'm glad it's, you know, I'm glad he's there and it's not just three freshmen and, and no, and no, uh, like, like, like veteran to look up to. Well, and that's right. And it, 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 that's Max, right. Um, but, but it, it, it's, uh, there's also a component to it that it's kind of a, a nuance. It's, it's not really, it's not really any kind of football speak, if you will, but, it's something that I always noticed uh, whenever I was around the team was you had these guys that were just everybody in the locker room loved them. And, and for the longest time they'd, they'd spend a lot of time on, um, you know, the scout team and stuff like that. Um, but I, I'm reminded whenever I think of Max, Wright, I think about Haynes King's first college uh, touchdown that he yeah. threw to Max, Wright And ran over and, and gave him a big, you know, hurrah and all that. And everybody was all excited. I mean, there was just this magnetism that yeah. Max got a touchdown and everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and so it, uh, a, a recent example is, is Colin Gillespie. Like when, whenever I was, whenever I was like the, my last year or two working for the team was when Colin came on he's a scout team guy and he, he, you know, everybody in the locker room loved him. He just had that, that magnetic personality that, that people enjoyed um, and he spent a lot of time with these really quality players that were younger than him that were going to progress into starting roles. And then once he finally got a starting role, well, well he, he began 12th man. He became a really pivotal person on our team, you know? And, and right. so I, 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 again, that's a, a nuanced idea um, really isn't based in terms of talent, but um, it just goes to show like a guy like Max He's he's played a number of positions for us. He's done a lot of things, even at, at since he's been tied in, and um, we've played him in the fullback role a little bit. Um, we, we've had him block, we've had him catch catch passes, and and he does what his team needs him to do. But you can see that the team really rallies around him. And um, so to have him as a keystone um, is even more important. Uh, to to your point of having a senior guy that is highly talented. Um, just as an overall football player, yeah, to to provide leadership to these young freshmen, um, what more could you ask for 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 a, from a leader than somebody that the whole team already loves, you know? And yeah. so you can just tell that from him, just from. And I don't know him from Adam. I don't know what the locker room's like with him, but you can just tell it based on whenever he goes out there, kind of the guys that gravitate towards him. So, um, so I, I. I'm excited to see him get some more playing time because of that. Um, not because 
And, and that's that's why I, what I wanted to really hone in on for him is because I, I feel like I, I spend so much time being like, this guy's really good. Well, that guy's really good. Well, this guy's really good. And yeah. I can say something a, a, bit, a bit different for him, which is you can see the team rally around him. And, and so yeah. – uh, that that's really important for for a team. It is the best team sport out there. Um, so the team is just as important as the talent. And so um, I, I think he's he's going to be a key contributor to that. And if if Haynes ends up as a starting role, they've played a lot of football together, the two of them. So um, that that's an exciting proposition as well. Um, yeah, no, it's it's good to have a guy like Max. Like um, I know it's cliche to. to to talk about like like he's a like he's a glue guy he's a locker room guy you know he's mm-hmm. but but it's true you know like um you don't just want like as talented as the as the true freshmen are uh, in in the whole class not just a tight end but um you do want some veteran presence of veteran leadership like a guy who's who's been through an offseason who's been through several fall camps like knows how to work out how to you know balance going to class and and going to practice you know like he's 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 a good role model for uh these young players and he, he's a pretty good football player too so um, exactly. he's he's right there in that competition but um after him you know the other guy that was that, that's that's been on the roster for a couple of years now at tight end uh is is blake smith um you know he i think he tore his acl his, his first uh his first fall camp and you know, it took him a, a while to really come back from that and you know, this, this spring, this spring, this past spring was the first time we've really seen him, you know, actually get any, you know, any live reps, you know, in the spring game. And, um, yeah, he's, he's not as tall as I thought he was. I thought he was a, a bigger guy, but he's not small, but he's not like a, you know, six foot six kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he actually kind of reminds me of, uh, of, of Dalton Schultz that plays for the Cowboys. Um, not, he's not the biggest guy, not the fastest guy, but, um, he's got excellent hands. Like he's, like if if the ball is thrown in his vicinity, he's he's going to come down with it, you know. Like and he mm-hmm. he knows those you know those little nuances of, of running routes uh, to you know take the right steps to get open, even if you're not faster than that defensive back or that linebacker. Um, you know, I think you know from, from a pass catching standpoint, he, he he's a guy that that can get on the field and and, and be an asset. And and we we beat the term Mister Reliable to death in the receiver episode, but. Um, for him and his position and what you need from him is that you need to know when you do throw him the ball that he's going to catch it. And yeah. I think he does provide that. I think he does have great hands um, because he's not going to be a um, – or I don't expect him to be. I, I'm not going to put him in a corner and, and say that he can't emerge into this. Um, but you, we think of Weidermeyer and we think of – you know Sternberger, these these great tight ends that um, really were were big time players for us in terms of getting open and stuff like that. I think he's going to be more of a check down guy that um, you know whenever all the all the reads are not there, you just throw it to him and get a few yards, and um, that's what you need from him is to be able to catch the ball whenever you do throw it to him, and, and I think he provides that to the team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, and it, as, as much as I like both of them, um, man, like, like, like I'm excited about the the freshman. Obviously, when you have the greatest class of all time, you know, there's going to be, you know, some elite players that you're excited about. But, man, all, all three of these tight ends, you know, I, I think you'd have to go back and look at look at the, you know, at the at the tight end, the, the tight end classes of all time. This has got to be number one. I mean, you got oh, three. You got three elite athletes. I think, I think Green and and Jake Johnson were numbers one and two in terms of like overall tight end rankings in the country. And mm-hmm. then your third guy is a uh, uh, freakishly a- athletic uh, Swede, <laughs> you know, guy from Sweden, who uh, yeah. you know, like he's, you know, he's, I think he's the youngest of the bunch. I think he actually reclassified up a year, so I'm not sure. He's probably you know 18 years old, but um, you know, six foot six. Uh, 260 pounds around a four or five. Like, you know, these guys are just athletic freaks. And uh, I'm going to say something. I don't mean any offense to to Jay Sternberger or Jalen Weidermeyer, um, but all three of these guys are more talented than any tight end that we've had since Jimbo's been here. Um, they're just they're just different. Like the like the receivers that we talked about. 
those guys are different. These guys are different. Like mm-hmm. athletically, you know, uh, the way they can, you know, catch the ball, um, their speed, and you know, with a guy like Donovan Green, I feel like I'm jumping around here, but you know, the I think whichever one of these guys blocks the best is probably the guy that starts because you know Jimbo, you know he loves having a a tight end you know that's in line and you can't be a bad blocker you know, you can't be a liability in the in the run game so um, that's where a guy like Donovan Green he's you know he's kind of the total package at tight end like great speed great hands good size excellent blocker you know like mm-hmm. um, this is going to be an all out battle for that tight end one spot. Well, and, and Donovan, I mean, everybody likes to to compare one player to another. Um, Donovan is very much Watermeyer 2.0. Um, they they play very similarly. He has uh, he he's more ready made coming out of high school than than Watermeyer was. Uh, and and I think Watermeyer's probably said that. Yeah. Um, they came from the high, same high school, like they played together. His coach has said that. I've heard him say it on Texas radio. Like, yeah. it, it's um, he he reminds me of of um, when we had Ricky Seals Jones come on the team, and we were we were you know trying to replace Mike Evans, and he looked so much like Mike Evans at the time. It's like, man, this is this is Mike Evans, but just a little bit better coming out of high school. <laughs> um, of course, he had a PCL injury right right before the season started, and yeah. and that that had an impact on it. But um, but I I think Donovan is um, well, if you remember, Weidermeyer was going to be our number two. Taylor Cup was was going to lead the pack. He was head and shoulders above above all the other guys. He had his injury, and then all of a sudden, Watermeyer got thrown into the fire. And yeah. um, and so I, I can remember I went to the practice right after the, the the next day after Baylor got hurt, where it hadn't even come out yet that Baylor was hurt, and um, there was a little bit of a sentiment of like, well, who's going to emerge? Because um, you know he was he was our guy. And, um, and then Weidermeyer comes out there and, and I can remember telling you like, yeah, from what I saw at that practice, like, um, you know, we're, there's really, I don't know how he's going to pan out. And then he had a phenomenal season yeah. and, and then he just got better from there. Um, so, so I take that and then think about the idea of Donovan being more ready made than Weidermeyer and think about how Weidermeyer just came out just with a phenomenal season his first year. Yeah, and he, that that's crazy to me to even even try and try and think about, you know. Yeah, Jalen, he, he caught uh, you know, his first five or six games, he caught a touchdown against Clemson um late in the game, and then two touchdowns against Alabama, you know, as a, as a true freshman that wasn't there yeah. for the spring, you know, wasn't as as college ready as as some others might be. But um yeah, I think I think I heard that same interview with uh, with with Donovan's coach uh, down there in Dickinson, which is the Gators, yeah. by the way, uh, for <laughs> for keeping with the mascot theme. Um, and he was talking about you know Donovan and PJ Williams, you know, who's uh, also in this class. Uh, he's a, a tackle prospect that signed with us from the same school. And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, it was hard for us to you know get get PJ to add size because he he played basketball so much he couldn't work out as much. And then he goes, Donovan. Uh, has never missed a workout. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Donovan looks fantastic physically. <laughs> yeah, and and he's going to be a really good player for us. Really, the proposition that we have with these these three freshmen we're talking about here is you mentioned that they're probably uh, the most talented guys that that we've signed at at that position. Um, Rankings wise, uh, Baylor Cup would would eclipse them, but but of course we never really saw him uh, pan out. And the reason why I, I mention that is because with any high rated recruit, you never know if the transition to college ball is going to work out for him or not. But you also don't know what injuries are going to look at. And when yeah. you're talking about tight end, normally you might have three or four on the roster, and that's it. So you have one injury. And you have a situation like we had at quarterback last year where all of a sudden it's like, whoa, a strength just went to the biggest weakness on the team. Yeah. And um, and so whenever we find this class, I'm like, how many tight ends do we need? I mean, we, we have way <laughs> too many of them. 
Um, and of course that that's kind of figured itself out, but right. um, now we've got three guys that are as promising as uh, we once hoped Baylor would be. And um, you know, if one or two of them aren't ready this year, they don't have to be because one of them might be. And and I, I've said that a lot in this class, and I'll probably continue to say it at every position because of the um, amount of sheer talent that we sign at every position. So um I, I think uh I think Donovan is the guy that that I really expect to emerge this year uh, out of this group. But I've heard great things about Jake Johnson and, and almost I've heard similar things about Jake Johnson that I, I heard about Baylor cup that he's just, just, it, it's hard to believe that he's a true freshman. Yeah. Um, like of, of all the guys that are, that were here in the spring, um, uh, Jake Johnson is definitely a, a stock up guy for me. Like, um, mm-hmm. obviously like he's, he was highly rated coming in and like, you know, like, but he was he, he he wasn't really on our radar until right there at the end, like about you know a few days before he committed. People were like, "Hey, like we're gonna get this guy," and I'm like, "Who the heck is Jake Johnson?" <laughs> so I had to go. I, you know, I didn't even know that early. I, I woke up that morning and he committed to us, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, like on signing day, all of a sudden yeah. I, I wake up and and him and Max are, are coming to A and M, and I'm like. Where did that come from? That came completely out of left field. I didn't, I didn't even know that was even an option. Um, yeah. So, and he was actually ranked. He was ranked ahead of Donovan. And I was like, man, I was like, this kid's ranked ahead of Donovan. His film better be good. And uh, I checked it out, and yeah, he's he's pretty dang good. And it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, and I, like, I wasn't sure what to expect when he got here because um, I think I once, you know, said he 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 was similar to to Caleb Chapman uh, in his build. And, you know, Chapman's kind of a skinny guy. Um, and uh, on, on on Jake's film, like he, like I'm not saying he can't block, but the, they didn't really show him blocking that much. Like you know, he he caught a, a billion passes for him because he's a great you know great receiving threat. Um, but when he got here in person, like he's really filled out. Like he's mm-hmm. you know, uh, like, like him like him and him and Max both are just really big, just big dudes. Just and like it's just kind of natural. Um, but he, he's every bit of six six. You know, he's probably 240 pounds. Um, but like he's He's as impressive looking a tight end as, as as you can as you can come up with, you know. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, you know, like his, uh, it may not be his like his like breakaway speed that that, that flashes, but um, you know his 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 smarts and his knowledge of the position, you know, like uh, being able to, to to run the right routes and run them, you know, to perfection and and, and take the right steps and. Um, and, and catch the ball and and make you know difficult catches, which he, you know he, he displayed plenty of that on his film. So um, I really wish we could have seen him in the spring game. I think he had a, a, a hamstring or something and, and couldn't go. But um, both those guys, I'm I'm pumped for. I think I think they, th- those two might be your top two tight ends this year. You know, I, I know Jimbo I, likes I think to so run. too. I I I was actually going to say that of I think both of them emerge. I think both of them are are our guys, you know, and they're going to, they're going to just make a significant impact at that position. Um, and, and I'm, I mentioned, you know, if one of the three pan out, but I think both of these guys are going to see a lot of playing time and are going to be big time production for us this year. Um, if you want my expectation, what I think is going to happen, but, um, realistically, if one of them and not both of them pan out great. Um, but, if it's Jake and not Donovan, I'm happy. If it's Donovan and not Jake, I'm happy. But I ultimately expect both of them to to um, be out there. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Um, you know, as as, as, much, as much as I like Max or I like Max Wright and, and Blake Smith, um, I think these two guys may just be too too talented and too ready. You know, at at, at, at like at this point in their careers, mm-hmm. um, I think they they burst onto the scene, but. Um, definitely keeping an eye on that as as fall ball picks up. Uh, I think next week. Um, the third guy, the Swede, uh, Theodore Mellon Orstrom. Um, he may be the. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep things like in, uh, like from being too too hyperbolic, but he may be the best athlete in the entire class. And I say that with you know 100 honesty, just because of his his physical attributes, like. 
there's not a lot of guys out there, you know, on, on the planet that are, that are six foot six and, you know, two fifty five and, and running the four fives. Um, yeah. you know, his, his, just his sheer size and speed is just, you know, it, it's, it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's, he's, he didn't grow up, you know, in the, in the States and, you know, he, he has, he probably hadn't been playing football for that long and not, you know, um, I think, uh, he was basically like a big receiver over there <laughs> and, yeah. and like, uh, he's just bigger than everybody. So like he's just out wide and they just kind of throw it up to him. But, um, when he like goes through a full off season, um, he is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And, uh, I think you, you might see your first, uh, three, three tight end set on, on the field in 2023 <laughs> with the same <A&M> offense. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I, I don't I'm, know. I don't know what their mascot was, Hayden. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> oh man, uh, Texas high school mascots only, Hayden. Yeah, um, uh, They're just American I, uh, mascots only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta narrow it down somewhere. Um, I'm gonna doubt him for a minute. Um, it just because I I want to try and be a realist. I'm sure there's gonna be a learning curve. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that's hard for anybody to move to a different country. Um, and it's hard enough to go off to college and, and move away from your parents. It would be a really hard deal to go to a different country to do it. That's going to have its own uh, issues associated with it. I'm sure yeah. uh, there's going to, there's a going to different, I, there's bound to be a different um, pace of play for um, American football than there, there is over in Sweden. Um, but throughout his career, like you said, he's got the measurables, he's got the, the, just, just overall athleticism that I think will propel him to be a great player. Uh, but I'm not, I don't expect him to excel this year and I'm not putting that expectation on him. I guess I should say, um, I'm going to give him grace that even if he doesn't really, um, show some real good production till his junior year. That's perfectly, perfectly understandable. Um, but I think by the end of his career at Edward Jones, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you can tell I just came from a, uh, a Edward Jones uh, recruiting oh, event. Man. Uh, Freudian Which had some sound bites on uh, this thing. The, <laughs> right. right uh, <laughs> but throughout his career at Texas A&M, I'm sorry. Uh, he, uh, I think he will um, be a extremely talented player for us, and so um, of the three, I don't expect him to see the playing field. But I would love to see him prove me wrong on that. I would love to see um, him go out there and and just really wow everybody. Uh, and so I'm I'm big supporter of the kid, and I, I'm really excited to see him play. Um, but I'm going to put a pin in it and say. You know, if it's not for two more years, that's perfectly understandable. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's he's definitely a a, a red shirt candidate, um, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like you you got two other guys that are a little bit more 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 ready made to to take it on today. But um, you know, like, and and with all due respect to to, to, to the 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 football coaches in Sweden, it's got to be just a like a culture shock, not just you know moving countries, but like learning football at a Swedish, you know, academy and then coming here to a high end division one football program <laughs> and learning right. football from, you know, like some of the best coaches in America, um, with, you know, world-class facilities and things like that. Like, you know, he, he's never seen anything like this, you know? So, um, you know, I think give, give him an off season and, you know, really learn the, the fundamentals, learn the offense and, um, uh, he, he's, he's definitely, he's definitely a name to file away and to look out for in the future. Cause, um, you know, he's, he's like Jordan Moko, you know, who came over from Australia when he's got every physical gift you could ever want when it clicks upstairs and clicks with the football, you know, fundamentals and, and that side of things. Um, he's going to be an absolute force. So, mm-hmm. um, the, the future of this room is incredibly bright. <laughs> I, th- I think we've, I think we've driven that point home for sure. Yeah, it, it is an incredibly bright complex, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, You're on fire today, my friend. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, well, well, yeah, uh, tight end is is perhaps the the 
I think that is going to be um, – uh, there's just this quiet confidence for me of I want to be the realist and be like, well, it's a, the, the talent, the main talent is going to be these freshman guys that don't have the experience yet. Um, but but that's the one that – I if I had to place a bet on it, I'm betting that they're going to be a really um, – big time force to be reckoned with. And, and um, I'm, I'm really excited to see how that, that goes because we talked about receivers. um, Yes. Or Monday we've, we've gone over the running back room. It's very evident that we have a lot of talent out there um, on offense to produce. And I think the, the tight end really plays that, that keystone role to where if we get really good tight end play, that's just going to open everything up for this talent to be on display at every other position. And I have a lot of confidence that we're actually going to see that production from tight ends. Yep. And what makes, what makes it all work is the offensive line. And mm-hmm. that's what we're going to talk about on Monday at seven o'clock central time. Um, Chase has got some travel plans. He might be back. He might not. That's a surprise. Uh, we'll even e- even to him, so um, he's not going <laughs> to know until that day comes. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to bet on not um, not having flight delays or changes because uh, the last several flights that yeah, I've Mr. been Con- on has made made changes. You know, so um, so hopefully I'll be joining you on Monday at at uh, seven is the goal um, for us to uh, go over. O-line, but if not, join uh, on Monday because we will we'll put out an episode whether I'm here or not. So uh, thank you all for joining and uh, subscribe, follow, share, like, comment, tell your mom about us. Um, <laughs> we we uh, enjoy any interaction and all engagement that you guys have and and definitely always good to have, have our buddies on here yep. and throwing us some some uh, fun, making it making it more engaging on the podcast. So thanks for joining us once again. Showing love, yes, yeah, uh, we we definitely appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Um, we're excited to uh, get in this regular routine and you know really ramp things up as as football uh, gets closer. Uh, like I said, I think I think camp does start a week from today. Uh, I think it's next Wednesday uh, that the first practice probably kicks off. Um, actually I'll probably try to get that info from you, Chase. I think you have a, an, an insider there. So, um, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. No, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's something we got from the internet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, we appreciate you guys, uh, 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 just hanging in here with us and, uh, look out on Monday for a possible announcement and, uh, have a good weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye.